There are no causal agencies in the explicate matrix, since all is dreamed from the implicate level. The inner subjectivity and the outer world appear synchronically because one is the quantitative aspect and the other the qualitative. They seem different, but they're not. On occasion, outer events will seem to cause inner ones, and at other times, the inner seems to cause the outer. Thus, we have both science and magic. But each discipline is a function of selective interpretation and focus. The fact that objects seem material and resistant is because they represent the boundary of our current sphere of consciousness. What we call the world of matter is the precluded information striking the outer surface of the semi-permeable membrane of the ego bubble. And thus, objects appear as if they are outside our minds. But when the bubble pops, the soul will suddenly perceive only the one self. Only then does consciousness find peace. The world dream in its current stage of unfoldment is a playing field dominated by nasty competing ego bubbles, banging against each other and disturbing each other with incompatible projections. This non-rapport produces intense antagonism throughout the field. The conflict and the chaos must escalate until all the wildly vibrating bubbles burst and the tranquility of nothingness is reestablished. This event is universally known and foretold as the eschaton, the Omega Point, Doomsday, or the end of the world. We are very close now. Our bodies represent a part of our information base that we have cut off from direct knowledge, which is why we so often need the help of doctors. Tormented egos tend to turn the body into a toxic waste dump. But the organism is also an archive and a resource when the mind is stymied in its efforts to solve a problem. The body's archetypal blueprint is a reflection of the relationship between the cosmic mind and the individual mind, which reveals a microcosmic instantiation of the essence of the one self. This is why religions assert that we are made in God's image. This image gets horribly distorted over many lifetimes by our growing piles of karmic baggage, the unbearable information excluded from consciousness. And thus human bodies now come in all shapes and semblances, very often in sickly conditions, depending on what information has been rejected by the ego. The universe consists of 
all the information that the ego cannot or refuses to assimilate. Everyone's body and its destiny, therefore, compose the shadow play of its ego structure and soul trajectory. The complete healing of the body and soul requires the dissolution of the boundaries that separate our conflicted egoic sub-agencies and the harmonious integration of all the suppressed information lodged as symptoms of dis-ease in body and mind, as well as in the world, plus that which has been foreclosed in a dead or unreachable concept of God. All those spectral phenomena are only the concentric energy shells of the self. The more chaotic our thoughts and emotions, the greater the amount of activity of neurons is produced in the brain. The more serene one's mental state, the less brain activity occurs. And the more freedom consciousness has to emerge from its cranial cocoon and fly into the cosmic heart-mind. Attaining deep silence in meditation is thus the key to resonating with the infinite self. Paradoxically, to attain the highest levels of consciousness, all subvocal mental chatter must stop. Because on those levels, all is known instantly without explicit thought. And as we have mentioned, at the lower levels, there is no coherent monologue interpreting events. Only at the middle levels of consciousness, in a healthy ego connected to its soul, does symbolic reasoning take place. As we know, Brain activity can be interfered with and rendered chaotic by external forces, such as electromagnetic intrusion or by implanted microchips and nanobots. Calculated efforts at transmitting interference of our brain waves is increasing daily. We are often unwitting accomplices. Decreasing brain activity actually brings an enrichment of the information flow, which can reveal levels of our being that are not controlled by the ego. Abating brain function in specific neuronal regions is known to correlate with specific modes of heightened consciousness. Ingestion of substances such as DMT, LSD, and THC, is correlated with lowered levels of neuronal activity, leading to massive increases of information in specific bandwidths, often in a sudden burst. Of course, the penultimate example of the correlation between decreased brain activity and heightened consciousness is the near-death experience, which occurs when the brain completely flatlines, Beyond that, ego death and the soul's absorption in the source, which yogis referred to as sahaja samadhi, 
reveals the absolute self in all its splendor. Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste.